everybody, Joe Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Tuesday, Tuesday, January 12th, and uh, the market seems to have kind of moved back up a little bit. Uh, kind of uh, kind of a good sign. Um, seems like it tested and and maybe it's moving, it's continuing to move back up. I have a kind of a treat for you today. I've, I've uh, got a... Uh, a vertical put spread on Amazon, which I'd like to show you. And also, I have a video on it. It's based, it's in the YouTube archives, uh, youtube.com slash Trading 4 It's a vertical spread. It's a nice little play, uh, potentially yielding you about 32% in about five weeks um, with a minimal risk, of, with a maximum risk of about $700. So uh, kind of an interesting uh, play, and I'd like to show it to you. But first, let's get in to the slides. Okay, so goodness. Uh, let's see, here we go. Oh, goodness. And just want to show you the market trend. And of course, we are in a confirmed uptrend, which is very nice. We're, so we're back. Um, all the major indices are up today. Uh, S&P 500 is up nicely. Um, the NASDAQ is above 13,000. That's kind of a uh, there was a bit of a pullback, if you could kind of see, see it, but it's pulled back up. So seems to be the money is moving back into some of the larger issues in the tech space, which is which is excellent. Um, my uh, Tesla positions moved up a little bit today. I'm fairly concentrated in Tesla, um, a little bit more than I like, but uh, it moved up nicely. Uh, I was actually buying yesterday, believe it or not. And uh, hopefully, uh, if I move the stop losses up, I'll be able to capture some of that good profit <laughs> that's out there so um that, so that kind of looks that, that kind of looks pretty good as well um just wanted to kind of give you the overall general direction in the market the first of course uh, slide is the nasdaq composite we i always take a look at that one because we want to make sure that we're, we're we're trading in the right uh you know the right way and the right way now is it's moving up nicely um you know it it it's 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 it's, it's moving up it's well above the 40-day line it's above this very key 13,000. So why do I show this every day? Well, because that kind of tells us money is moving into the overall NASDAQ. And of course, the, there's there's really three major indexes that we look at. The NASDAQ composite, of course, the S&P 500, and of course, the Dow Jones. Dow Jones being only 30 stocks. Um, so that's kind of, a, um, you know, that's kind of a, um, you know, kind of how that, kind, kind of how that, uh, that works, that works out. Also, I want to show you the uh, S&P 500 index. That's up today uh, significantly. 1.87 is the upward movement on that. And it's it's up 12% since prior day. So it's moved up nicely. It pulled back and it's moved up at the key level, that $3,800 level. We're right above that. So it seems, at least for now, you know, and never can tell day to day, but it seems to now, it seems that now we're kind of moving, you know, sort of in the right, uh, sort of in the right, um, sort of in the right direction. I want to show you kind of an interesting trade that I made today. This is uh, an actually uh, actually going to show you the actual uh, report that I have from Amazon. This is an Amazon vertical spread, and basically the way this thing works is, uh, I bought um, uh, I I I, uh, I I bought a put, and then I sold a put. So basically, my my limit on my um, you know, when I did this, I, I, I gained a net credit of $350. My maximum risk on this play is $650, and my maximum return is $350. So just kind of give you a sort of an overview of that by showing you kind of the risk reward uh, map that I that I have uh, that I have done. If the, if Amazon in uh, at at the end of February 5th closes above this very key 3160. Um, 63, then I will make that $350 profit. Well, if it closes below that, I'm going to lose $650. But this is a nice way to play Amazon because Amazon has been trending downwards. But I think that with the new, um, you know, with the results from the fourth quarter, I think it will be moving up a little bit. And indeed, it did move up today. So um, that's probably a pretty high likelihood that that this will that this will be the case. If you want to see kind of more in detail of how I made the trade, all you have to do is jump over to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. 
uh, and then look for the Amazon video uh, on there. If you're watching on TikTok, super easy to do. Just go to my profile, hit the hit the little link. It'll take you to a, a menu, and the, and the um, the video is queued right up on that. You can just press that, and and you're good to go on that. Also, appreciate it if you do go over there, if you would subscribe to my YouTube site because it helps me out a lot. So appreciate that. But anyways, this gives you kind of the overview of the risk and reward. And if you want to go into further detail, super easy. Just run over to the uh, YouTube site and uh, you'll be good to go. Just kind of want to give you a uh, rundown of sort of where uh, I'm in the market right now. These are my current holdings. I'm in blank charging. It's down a little bit today. Uh, I do have two options out on this one, one at 35 and one at 50. So I, I probably will be, I probably will be um, taken out of blank charging, but it's been a good one. Progeny up on this one a little bit. Tesla, of course, it's it, when this slide was taken was eight fifty four. It's kind of fluctuating, about forty or fifty dollars a day. So that's kind of nice. Ten uh, X Genomics, we're up on that one. Palantir, it's up a little bit, just slightly. And then of course Amazon uh, at thirty one twenty four. So hopefully that will move up a little bit more. And and uh, if it moves above that thirty one thirty, then I will be able to keep that $350 from that spread that I did. And if you want to see more information on that, of course, super easy to do. If you're on TikTok, just go to my profile, hit the link, and uh, you'll be able to, to see that little video and kind of see kind of what I am talking, what I'm talking about here. All right. Without further ado, let's get to some of the questions. And thank you for holding on here. I um, just wanted to see um, some of the first questions coming from TikTok. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take a look to see if there's any people that want to ask some questions on TikTok. Uh, Arab ambition property. Hmm, interesting. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. Um, what do you think about the price predictions next week? Don't know, uh, but I there are some that. Uh, oh, thank you for sharing the live video. Thank you for sharing my live video on TikTok. So appreciate it. Also, I'm also broadcasting live on Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. So going, broadcasting on a number of things. So let's see if I can get a good question from TikTok. Um, looking, looking, looking here. Uh, hi, Jim. You keep saying 20% in eight weeks. Um, uh, oh, isn't it a three-week hold? Yeah, absolutely. Well, good question. This is a question regarding the 20% the, um, the rule. If you buy a stock and it moves up 20% um, in less than eight weeks, keep your keep keep your shares because uh, and this is for Funny Girl 2021. Keep your shares now. If you buy a stock, it moves up 20% in in more than eight weeks. Then you want to start de-risking your position by maybe selling half your position as it goes over 20%. 20% is sort of 20 to 25% is a key area that you want to start trying to look at taking some of your profits. Now, there's a very easy way to do this automatically where you don't have to decide when or where to take the profits. Just push your stop loss up, and then as it pulls back, it's going to sell you out, hopefully, at a, a you know at that 20% gain. So the rule is if it moves up very quickly, 20%, let's just say in you know less than eight weeks, then you don't want to get rid of it. You want to keep it. Um, but if it takes about eight weeks or more to move up that 20%, then you want to consider selling about half of it. So that is essentially, in, the, in a nutshell, the 20% rule. So let's go back to uh, and take some other questions. Hey, Jim, hope you're doing well. Thoughts on parts, PRTS. Uh, I was in, I was 10%, uh, 10% down. I'm even... Hold or sell? Well, let's take a look at parts. This is kind of an interesting play, PRTS. It's it's. Um, uh, I do think that this one is is a good play based on the fact that, you know, I do think a lot of people coming in the new year are going to probably have to, you know, as always repair the <laughs> repair their cars. I certainly had to get a car repair today, so this is an online source of a lot of different parts. So I do kind of like the fundamental story on this one. Um, now, let's take a look at it on the weekly chart. Always start with a weekly chart when you are evaluating something. Well, it looks like, you know, you know the definite movement on, uh, is up on this. So we like this chart. There definitely is a Sage 1 cup with handle with a buy point, a pivot of 
1490. So the question is, is it going to be able to pivot at that 1490? Well, let's look at the day chart. You know, I still think you want to hold on to this one because it looks as if, you know, it's not quite to the pivot. It's not quite to the pivot yet, but this is a cup with handle formation. So this is a good formation. It's got a 98 relative strength, which is excellent. And if we look at the checklist, it's seven out of nine. So that's definitely very good. We also have quite a few funds that are in us. Um, 211 uh, right now. Now, it's a little bit thinner than most than some other stocks out there, but it looks very good. Here's what I would do on this. I would set a stop loss basically at about 1321. And why do I pick that 1321? Well, the reason I brick that is because that's where the 40-day line is. Now, you'll notice if you look very carefully on this, and hopefully maybe I can blow this up a little bit, but hopefully you can take you can see this. You can see this green line is starting to move above this red line. Well, that's the 21-day exponential moving average, and the red line is the 40-day. So that is a bullish sign. It means that we are trending up. And indeed, as you can see today, we have an upward, we have an upward trend on this. So here's what I would do if I if if I were in your situation and you bought for $10, it's currently at 14. You know, I would just be, I would just be hanging on to this thing and pushing my stop loss up. I would probably put my stop loss around this, around $13, maybe a little bit below that because you, you came in at 10. So that's a very good trade, by the way, depending on how long you've been in it. But that's a, that's a, that's a very, very, very good trade. I mean, I know it's been up and it's, it, it's coming back, but currently it's in an upward trend. So here's what I would do, Allison. I would hold this, push my stop loss up. First, it started at about $13 and then keep moving it up. That way you're going to capture the profits. And at least if you, if you, if even if it pulls back to 13, if you have your stop loss up there, you've made a 30% gain. So that's pretty darn good. Um, definitely, definitely a good trade. So I do like the company. I do like the stock and I do like the direction of the stock right now. So parts.com uh, symbol P-R-T-S. Can you comment about uh, SDC, please? Well, let's take a look at SDC. This is also another question from Allison. So SDC, let's look to see. And by the way, for everybody on TikTok, these these chats are coming through YouTube. And uh, that's that's where I'm getting them. And um, I'm simulcasting with charts on YouTube at youtube.com slash trading floor. Um, so SDC, let's look at that really quick. That Smile Direct, and they do a lot of advertising on television. Uh, it does seem like a pretty good, pretty good concept, um, you know, uh, on there. So let's look at the let's look at the weekly chart. Well, it 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 uh, it IPO'd at twenty three, then it moved down, and currently it's moving up. Well, it's at eighty uh, relative strength, so that's definitely good. Now there are some troubling signs with this particular stock. One of them is we have in decreasing sales. Don't like to see that. Also, even though we do have, uh, we even though we do have increasing fund ownership, we had almost as many funds in June. So we we're really not moving much on the funds, not liking that. But we are forty two percent fund ownership, so that is good. Here's the thing, here's the thing, as funds move into a stock, that's what pushes it higher. Typically, as retail investors, we can't really push a stock higher. We just don't have enough clout. But if we look to see the funds are moving into it, that's a good thing. All right. So um, this is essentially a disruption industry. This is going to replace, of course, many of orthodontists. So I don't know how they're feeling about this, but uh, it's a very high margin area. So, you know, this they might work on this. They're still, uh, they still have a negative cash flow. Now, the question is, would I buy this? Well, it's got a 66 checklist, which is good. Uh, the ownership on the funds again it's kind of treading water here so that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a sign for me that I don't necessarily want to be in it it's but the, but the real kicker unfortunately is this industry rank it's 162 out of 197 I just like to put my money to work in the tops of the market currently the top sector in the market are automotive uh, so that's reason one of the reasons I'm investing in Tesla I typically like to invest in the sectors where most of the action is. And unfortunately, that's not the case here. So here's what I would do with Small Direct. It's a watch list. I wouldn't recommend it um, just because I think it's a, not the great sector. It's not a bad stock, 
but it's not in a great sector. So that's kind of the thing. I'm trying to buy the better, the best I can. So let's look at at uh, at Neo. Neo's had a tremendous month. Um, um, Ina, uh, it, it really has, and it's probably in terms of the uh, in terms of the Chinese uh, automobile EV companies, it's probably the best. Let's take a look at the chart here really quickly. There we go. And of course, it's what they call an ADR. It actually trades in Shanghai, but there are depository receipts that trade in New York. So very interesting. Very very strong relative strength at 99. Uh, one of the things I want to show you here, and this is different than Smile Direct that we just looked at, and that is we have strong, we, we have very, very strong sales growth. That's a very, very good thing to see. Now, it's still money losing, but it, sales growth is key for a growth stock. That's the most important thing for a growth stock. Again, 99 on that relative strength, and the relative strength line is pointing upwards. So that's very, very strong. Now, the question was, of course, is, is it viable? Well, look at that. Eight out of nine, definitely viable. So the only thing that's failing on is earnings per share, and that's because it has negative earnings right now. Not necessarily an, not necessarily a deal killer with a growth stock either. We have increasing fund ownership. That is also very good. And let's look at the sector. Remember what I was telling you about sector? Right now, there's 197 different sectors in the economy. This is number one, automobile manufacturers. Tesla shares this. So there is a lot of a lot of interest right now in the automotive sector. Can you make money on Neo? Absolutely. Now, would I would would I go in at this at this place? No, because it doesn't have a good formation. The, la, the it's pulled above the 5720 buy point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on on the chat, I'm going to put uh, Neo buy point is equal to um, 5720, uh, 5720 on first stage uh, cup without handle. There we go. Hopefully I spell it, spell it right. But anyways, what does all that gobbledygook mean? Well, basically, um, it has a base pattern at 52. The, the proper place to buy this would be from 52.20 on up about 5%. Unfortunately, it's extended above that. So if you buy the stock now, which you can, um, you have to be careful because you have to set your stop loss carefully because there's a chance that it will pull back to that 57.20. Stocks don't go up in a straight way, straight straight line. They go in kind of steps. So this 57.20 buy point is essentially sort of a resting place for the stock. So would I buy it at this level? I probably would. I probably not because I want to buy it within the buy zone. But it's a it's definitely definitely a watch list. I want to show you another stock just as an alternative to this that is in a buying position at this time. It's also less expensive. I want to show you the number one manufacturer of vehicles in China. And it's very interesting because you wouldn't guess this. I didn't guess this at all. But you realize that the number one manufacturer of cars in China is none other than General Motors. And here's the chart of General Motors. And General Motors is right in a buy zone. And as you can see, it is gapped up. This is the one I recommend in terms of the automotive space, because I do believe they're coming on very, very strong. Now, I'm not, I haven't bought this one yet, but I'm going to buy it. But the, um, I'm gonna probably buy it before the close today. 46.71 is the buy point on a cup without handle base. And it's up $3.15. This is gaining power. And General Motors, as you can see, has a checklist. It's not as good as Neos. Neos was seven out of, um, was, was eight out of nine. But GM's is seven out of nine. And this is a much, much bigger company. Again, we're in the top sector of the economy, number one. So the EV space is heating up. And I believe that General Motors probably will be very successful in this. So I do recommend uh, buying this. I'm going to be buying this myself. I'm current, I don't currently have a position in it, but this is the one I like. It's not as fast moving, but I do believe that we're going to see some growth in General Motors. Let's look at the weekly chart, too. I just kind of want to show you. Another thing we have going on with General Motors is that we're at 
at a higher high. As you can see, that was the that was the high, and then we're moving above that. So this is a very auspicious in terms of a stock. So if I if I was looking at the two stocks that are that aren't Tesla, GM and Neo, I would I would actually lean towards GM, believe it or not. And I and I, you know, it's funny because I've never owned GM, but I do think in this case it might be a very smart move. All right. Uh, Jim, uh, I want to get into trading. Uh, where should I start? Well, one of the best ways to start is to get a book from Amazon called How I Made Money, How, How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad by William O'Neill. And this is the book that explains the kind of what I'm talking about, the jibberty jab that I'm talking about in terms of can slim trading. And this is something that can really, really help you out and kind of understand, you know, first of all, why do you buy stocks when they're high? Because you buy stocks when they're going when they're higher and going higher. It's very counterintuitive. Most people want to get a bargain. I want to get a bargain too, but remember, I'm looking to buy stocks so that I can resell them at a higher price. But if you want to get into stocks, one of the first things I could do is recommend, even if you know, if you don't, if you don't want to buy it from Amazon, just go down to your, your public library and I'll bet you money that they have. How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad. It'll cost you $0, but boy, it will train you a lot. Because here's the thing. I went to MBA school. I learned about all this. I worked for several, three of the major four uh, accounting form, firms. And you know what? They taught me none of this. But you know what? I met a guy. I worked for a guy for a short period of time. He talked about this uh, about 30 years ago for me. Changed my life. So... I just highly recommend it. Don't get a nickel from, from, from saying anything about it, but if you want to learn how to start trading stocks successfully, consider getting this book, How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad. All right, thoughts on Roku and uh, S, um, SIF. Okay, I'm going to take a look at Roku first on this of, of the two. So let's look at Roku. R-O-K-U is the symbol, of course. And they're just doing tremendously, as you can see. Look at this chart. Just, uh, I'm going to show you the 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 that weekly chart. 97 relative strength. This is just strong, strong, strong. Um, we've got, you know, unfortunately, the last buy point on this one basically was at 168.85, and right now it's at 416 dollars. Boy, I wish I had written. I wish I had had. Again, this is always, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I should have listened to my own. Because I had I've had this on the recommendation for a long time. I use Roku all the time. It's just a tremendous company. The question is, can you buy this stock? Well, unfortunately, there's not really a good place to buy this. But let's look at the checklist. Eight out of nine. It's excellent. Uh, the ownership, the ownership is getting good, is good and getting even better. So all of these ones, these hybrid growth, Wells Fargo, RT, these are all really good, really good funds that are moving into this. So um, would I buy it at this level? You know what? I, I I might, but I just don't have a good place to buy it as of as of now. It's an excellent stock. Um, you know, even if you even if you only had even if you could only buy maybe two or three shares of this, this might not be a bad buy. Uh, I'm currently not in the stock, uh, but uh, I, I really really like it in in terms of in terms of where it's going. So let's look at um, SIF. Let's let's uh, let me pull that that chart to see kind of answer that question. SIF is um, Safeco Industries manufactures forgings. Okay, it's an aerospace uh, company. Hmm. Kind of an inexpensive stock. It's only eleven dollars. Uh, typically, I, you know, it's right out of it's sort of into the buy range here because uh, it. Um, it, it it's 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 at a it's at a good place uh, that it, that it can be bought. So let's look at it. Ninety seven relative strength, very very strong. Um, let's go to the daily chart to see if there's a place to buy this thing. Very interesting stock. It looks like it's just come out of the gate. I can't understand why it's up so much, but it's up a dollar and thirty dollar ninety eight cents, nineteen percent this week. Wow, that's really good. Let's look at the check. This is a pretty thin stock. Seven out of nine relative strength. So that's quite good. The ownership is we have we have funds in it. Thirty six in it. Uh, let's look at the industry. Okay, it's ninety nine. So this is one of the, this is one of the concerns that I have about it. It's in the aerospace defense group, which probably 
in a Biden administration will be getting stronger just because I do believe that, you know, we may end up, unfortunately, having to, you know, do things in that area. Um, so I do think there's a potential here. But, you know, uh, I don't. Here's the thing about this stock. They did. It's sort of a mixed bag. I think this is a watch list. Um, you know, we have we, we don't have uh, we have declining sales, but we do have cash flow. So that's those. Those are good. This looks like an older company that may be coming you know, what's old is new again. So can I recommend this one? Well, I don't think so, but it does look like there's a lot of buying. What I want to kind of see is seeing this firm up move a little bit higher. I know that sounds weird. Why would you want to, why, why if you could buy it for $11 today, wouldn't you want to buy it for more tomorrow? So I'm looking at this. I think we want to, I think we want to see if this thing consolidates right in this nine to $10 range. So right now I would have to say it's probably a watch list. I know that I know that's not probably the news you wanted to hear, but that's probably a watch list. I would probably not buy that one. So let's take a look at TikTok again. Thanks for holding everybody. So I'm looking, looking, looking. See a question. Okay. Oops, there we go. Oh, tough built. Huh. Okay. I don't know what tough built is, but let's see if I can. Um, come up with something with tough built here. I'm gonna, uh, I don't know if the symbol is that offhand, but I'll find it. Looking quickly to see if I can get a tough built industries TBLT. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull that chart up right now. TBLT is the symbol for tough built industries. Let's pull that chart up so that we can take a look at it. Wow, it's only $1 and a relative strength of seven. Wow, this is very close to being delisted. Uh, it's a hand tool company, um, very thin. It's up it, it, It's up at Lake Forest, California, interestingly enough. I know that well. Um, you know what? This is a penny stock. I would avoid this one, unfortunately. I know it sounds really great. Five out of nine is uh, on the, on the um, checklist. But I just don't think this one, 137 out of 197, you know, I just, I think you want to probably avoid this one, um, even though it's, it, it sounds intriguing. But I think you want to avoid tough build. It just doesn't seem to be strong enough to me. So that's, that's, my, that's my two cents. Let's look at CRISPR. Of course, CRISPR is an interesting company. It's a Swiss company. and It's in the gene editing business, which I think is absolutely a fundamental technology crsp of course is the symbol and uh you know it's pulled back a little bit today not too much uh at 190.15 it's down about three dollars and 67 cents or about almost two a little bit less than two percent um let's look at the daily chart kind of just kind of kind of get a feel of it you know it seems to be consolidating right about that 190 level so it's, I don't know if it's actionable right now. There just isn't really a good place to buy it. The last, the, the last really good place to buy it on a cup, stage one cup uh, base was at 105.12. Um, it's currently at 190.36. So it's pretty far extended uh, from that. Um, here's the thing about it, and this is a, true with many of the biotechs. It does have decreasing sales. So that's something to be concerned about. Here's the thing. I think that this is a this is a classic watch list. I think you want to watch this list, watch list this one, CRSP, and wait for it to form a base. So it's not a buy right now, but this is definitely this is definitely should go on a, a good watch list. And I may be putting this on my watch list for the small portfolio. C, get my pencil going right. CRSP, and that's for the watch list. And by the way, if you want to, if you want to get on the watch list to, you know, to see kind of what I'm doing, it's super easy. All you have to do is um, is is go over to um, you, either either subscribe on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/DallasTrainingFloor, or go directly to the website. And this is the free trade alerts at www.DallasTrainingFloor. And if you want to get those, and you're on TikTok, just go to my bio. Click that, and there's a little button. You'll be able to push it, and it'll be easy to get to that. So you can subscribe to the, um, you know, so, so you so you can subscribe 
to the action trade alerts uh, on that as well. All right, so going back to the questions, thanks for waiting. Uh, let's look at uh, Medev, thank you for this. Um, hello, Jim, can you please look at APXT? Let's, I'm not familiar with APXT. APXT. Um, okay, this is okay. This is a blank check company. Here's the thing, um, Maniv. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name improperly. I apologize. Sometimes my, my my pronunciation isn't the best. Here's the thing about blank check companies. I don't really invest in them until they have been out at least for three months. What a blank check company is basically is a company that is a pool that puts together funds and then invests in another company, bringing the uh, company to uh, to to the uh, stock exchange quickly. Back in the day, these used to be called shell companies, and uh, I just can't really give you um, I can't really give you a um, uh, a, a read on that because uh, I just don't know what they're investing in. And it could be very good or, or very very um, or, or not very good. But I think that uh, wait for it to IPO. Wait for you know to IPO in about three months. That's when I think you want to potentially look at doing something on that. So um, unfortunately, that's my my uh, take my take on that. Thoughts on Upwork, UPWK, and they have really been doing good. I mean, um, I'm not in this one. I, I wish I had been as I was in Fiverr. I got shaken out. It's just this is Upwork is really is really looking good. Um, it uh, it's got a 98 relative strength. I'm always looking at this relative strength. You know, you say, well, Jim, you know, why are you always so fixated on this. Well, the reason I'm in it is because with this high of a relative strength that you know that funds are moving into it. Indeed, that's been the case. Uh, in, in December of 2021, there were 288 funds in this one. 65%, this stock is 65% fund owned. So that is very, very good. Let's kind of look at the, at the, at the general idea, on the, kind of give it the smell test. Eight out of nine, that's super. The only thing it fails on is earnings per share. And of course, this does this this does have cash flow, interestingly enough, which is really interesting because most of these growth companies they don't have cash flow, but this one does. But it doesn't quite come up to the standard. But what I do like about this one, you've got this very strong increasing sales, and that's what you want to see in a growth stock. So the question is, uh, is this thing viable? I would definitely say this is viable. But let's check the industry. One hundred one out of one one ninety one. So it's kind of right on the cusp. I like to see it at least in single digits, but this one is a little bit more. So that may be a little bit of an issue, not a huge issue, but this group, uh, commercial services and staffing, is not a top area. Um, it's not It's not like automotive, but it's still good enough. So that is indeed good. So let's look at the daily chart. Let's see if there's just anywhere we can buy this. Absolutely, we can buy this right now uh, on this breakout. And the reason is, is because it's making a higher high. The, the high is 41.41, and, and it does look very, very viable at this, at this price. Here's the thing. I would, um, if you're going to buy this thing, probably want to buy it relatively soon, but make sure that when you buy it, set your stop losses because this thing can pull back, but it does have a very, very nice uh, movement here, and it's definitely viable at this time. So uh, I'm currently not in it, but Russell, I think that uh, Upwork looks very, very good. Um, if I bought this thing, I would be very careful to set a stop loss. And the way you can calculate a stop loss for a situation like this, a two, I would consider a very tight stop loss <coughs> at 2.5% below 41.41 and see if it if it pulls up. If it pulls back and it sells you out, that's okay. You're not going to lose much of your capital, but if the thing keeps moving up, as it looks like it might, uh, then I think then I think you have a winner. So I really like Upwork. It looks fantastic for me. I'm going to put it on my. I'm going to put it on the small portfolio watch list because this is this is the kind of stock that you want to be in. So very good. Thanks. All right, I bought uh, GS on breakout. What are your thoughts? And of course, uh, GS is Goldman Sachs. It is one of the best investment banks in the world. And uh, very, very good to, to buy it on its breakout. I, I like buying breakouts as well. There was a, there was a, let's look at the weekly chart. Let's kind of analyze this. Yeah, very nice. It's, it, it seems like it's moving right up the 21-day uh, exponential. 
it's a little bit low on the relative strength, but in the banking sector, this is sort of a, you know, in the, in the, in the land of the blind, the, one, the one-eyed the one man is king. This is kind of the case here. Relative strength is a little bit low, but it's looking nice in terms of its breakout. Um, banks in general are going to be a little bit more challenged, though I do expect that there's going to be higher interest rates, and that should benefit this sector. So um, at 302, this is looking very good. Here's the thing. I would be putting up my stop loss. Here's an alternative that you might want to consider, um, uh, Pratesh. I think, I, I think you might have a winner, but let me just show you another one that I'm watching carefully and watch listing, and it's Jefferies. It's also an investment bank. The symbol on that one is a J-E-F, and let's pull that one. Yep, Jefferies Financial Group. It's actually an investment bank. This is one I, I think you might want to look at, too, if you like this sector. This has a higher relative strength at, at 80. Of course, Goldman Sachs is about 74, as we saw. This one, it looks like it's consolidating, and I think it will move higher. But the, the buy point on this one, on a consolidation base, 2430 was that. So let's look at the weekly chart. This is the kind of, as an alternative to uh, to to Goldman Sachs, I think that Jefferies might, might give you more bang for the buck. It's a less expensive stock, so... Typically, I prefer higher price stocks, but I do like the fact that this one has some very strong buying activity on it. This little Easter egg here means that this is the uh, most volume since the last base. And the last base, it was a flat base. Uh, first stage, it was at 24.30. So it's not that far above it. It's only 26.65. So it's not that far extended and definitely buyer. A lot, lot less expensive stock here. But I do think it has some very nice things. Nice sales increasing, uh, lots of funds in it, very excellent cash flow. And the return of equity is 8%, which, believe me, in banking is phenomenal. So that one, if you're in Goldman Sachs, if you're in GS, take a look at Jeff, J-E-F, uh, Jeffries. That one might be really good for you. But I think, I think your, 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 your investment in Goldman Sachs is good. I, I, I really do. Next question, V, what, no, sorry, YSG. I don't know what YSG is offhand. Let me check here. YSG, um, that is, oh, he has been holding. Okay, distributes cosmetics from China. Okay, this is a Chinese stock. And again, there, there's uh, lots of good stuff in the Chinese. It just IPO'd. There is a consolidation base at 21, relative strength of 9. Boy, you know what? I, and it does have all these increasing sales, but it's, this is a very, very thin stock. Well, no, we're not. Market cap is, is $12 billion. That's amazing. You know, I, I probably shouldn't say this because, you know, people out there were going to get angry at me, but five out of nine, you know what? I think I would watch this. this I don't think I would be a buyer on this one just because I just, I mean, it's, it's just it's just IPO'd uh, and it does have an IPO base. This could be could be big, but this also could be a big disappointment too. So I would hold off on this one, Robert. Uh, many of the Chinese stocks, they're going to have to comply with generally accepted accounting principles in the near future. And that might be difficult for many of them because uh, it is a little bit different in terms of the way that they present their numbers. So let me see if I can find something that is good for TikTok. Looking back, tough built. We did tough built. Um, hmm. Hi Jim, I want okay. That's want to get investing. Okay, hey Jim, are you okay? That's the that's about the twenty percent rule. All right, thank you all for joining. Um, Arabim, okay, um, okay, great. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing out the live show and uh, taking a look at that. So, uh, great. Okay, so next question from Alex. Um, want to look at um, BLDP? Look at BLDP really quick. BLDP is uh, Ballard Pistol. Yeah, this is a good company. This is an old company that used to do a lot of electric buses, and now, of course, so they have some real chops when it comes to electric electrification of vehicles, which is a big area. I mean, uh, I do like the automotive suppliers group uh, as well. 94 relative strength, that is excellent. We have some nice sales increases there which is good to see. Uh, this is, uh, you know, 23% fund ownership. Again, many uh, stocks move their most between about 20% ownership 
and about 65% ownership. So that's it's in a really good sweet spot here. The cash flow is still, you know, is, is still negative. That's not necessarily a problem in uh, an emerging area like this in a growth stock. So that's not necessarily a problem um, with this. Let's look at the um, at the criteria. Six out of nine, that's my minimum. Uh, and it falls a little bit on sales increases. We, You know, you always try and want to buy companies that are increasing the most in sales quarter over quarter. That's the best. That's that's the best. It does have a little bit of issue in that, in that its its growth is less than 20%. It was only 4% in the last quarter and 9% the quarter before that. We like to see it above 20% because that shows that the sales are increasing and that's what a lot of funds really like. So that's one of the things in the area. So let's take a look. We have a tremendous number of funds that have moved into the into it though. 275 funds. So that's very good for a relatively small cap like this one, 23% ownership on the funds, which is which is excellent. Now let's look at the industry. It's number four. I really like the fact that it's number four on this. Uh, the group, of course, is the alternative energy area, and there's just a lot of excitement in that area. So that is definitely a good place to be. Now, the question is, where can we buy this? Can we buy this? Well, the last consolidation buy point on this one, stage three, uh, was the pivot was 2161. So we are extended, unfortunately, from that. We're at 3436. Now the question is, where can you buy this? Well, we, we'll go to the daily chart to see if there's just any place we can buy this. It looks as if we had a gap up. So, boy, this is a tough one. Let's see if this thing pulls back. I don't. You don't want to chase it too hard, but look at this. Very, very nice in terms of, uh, you know, we definitely have we definitely have some big funds coming in here. 94, of course, is the relative strength. So here's what I would do with this one. I would wait on this one, see what if it settles a little bit, um, you know, but uh, unfortunately, there's not a really great place to buy this. Really, the all, the best place to buy it would be on a pullback. I don't think this is pulling back anytime soon with this. So we're going to probably have to wait until this thing consolidates, probably at a higher price. But this is an excellent, uh, this is an excellent opportunity. <coughs> and But I wouldn't buy it right this because I wouldn't buy it this far extended because what will typically happen is it'll pull up it'll test and then it'll move down now if it moves down and the, and then it reverses that could be a potential uh buying area for you as well but very nice company uh good area um you know pretty 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 solid all the pretty pretty solid all the way around let's look at um at uh, fcel i think this is a fuel cell uh, fcel I, I like this area in general just because, you know, there is going to be in, in 2021, there is going to be a lot of investment in the alternative um, electric vehicle area, which is very, which is very bullish. Let's look at the weekly chart first. This is fuel cell energy and it's based in Danbury Connecticut. I wonder if this is uh, connected uh, in any way to the old um, Duracell. I, I don't know. I don't know that offhand, but uh Trading at 1905, it's up $3.73 since this week. $99 for strength. Wow, that's terrific. Sales were down a little bit quarter over quarter. That's that is sort of an issue. Um, let's kind of take a look to see what the checklist is saying. 799, that's very good. The ownership is is increasing with from the funds. That's looking good too. And of course, the industry is four, so that's excellent. You're definitely picking the right industries. You want to pick the top industries and definitely alternative industry is in that in that in that area right now where could you buy this well let's look um it doesn't appear that there's any real place to buy it the the la it, there was a consolidation if and if you're looking online between 15 and about looks like about 1550 but it's at 19 right now you know here's the thing i don't i wouldn't want to buy it this far extended let it pull back a little bit maybe to 16 15 and then possibly look at it. You definitely want to watch the list of this one. Good stock and, uh, you know, definitely definitely worth considering. But don't buy it. It's too far extended right now. Let it settle. Let it get a, let it, let it get a little bit of a base and then possibly buy it. Uh, thoughts on Uber and Apple? Well, you know, I really like Uber over – by the way, I like it over Lyft. Um, I, I was going through Uber uh, this morning. Uh, you know, and I do, and, and Uber is is really pretty much viable at this time. I don't own it currently, um, but uh, it is gapped up. But it's nice because it has moved above a very key level, and that is fifty six oh two. So the fact that it's moved above that fifty six oh two 
and it has this very strong relative strength rating at 86. That's good. A lot of buying going on today. You know what? I do believe, I do believe that this is viable. It's a little bit extended, but you know, you you possibly could buy it at this level. Here's the thing: if I if you did buy it at this level, I would immediately put the stops in, probably at about 55. Okay, so if if I did buy this one now, I would have a stop in at about 55. And how did I get to that? Well, if you look at the if you look at this candle here, that is the bottom of the candle. So you really don't want to kind of you, you really kind of want to protect yourself right at the bottom of that candle, and that gives you a stop of about 54 or so. So I totally think that uh, this one is, 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 is viable. Let's look at the checklist, 6 out of 9. That's, that's the minimum for me. Uh, the, the ownership, excellent, with 1,258 funds in this one. So good. Uh, the, uh, the industry rank is 24 out of 197. That's looking very strong too. So, right now, uh, if you were to, if you were thinking about this one, you know, um, I think, but you know, but um, you know, at fifty six oh two, that's your, essentially your high. Um, I do think that you know, right now, at least for you know, at least for January twelfth, I think that this is viable at this level. Now, if you do buy at this level. Be very, very careful. Put your stop loss in at about 54 because it can pull back on you. But I do really, really like Uber. So that's kind of my two cents on Uber. I like it. I like the I like the whole area. Now let's look at Apple. Apple's a little bit of a different situation. I um, I was in Apple. I had three positions, full, three full positions. I have been shaken out of Apple. It just seems to be a little bit in the doldrums a little bit. And it seems to kind of, you know, be, it just, here's the thing with Apple, it hasn't been able to clear the buy point. And that's a, that's a, that's a significant thing. The buy point on this one, uh, it, on the third stage cup is 137.98. And that was back, um, basically, uh, you know, it's been like that, you know, basically since almost September of last year, it, it retreated, it's now moved back. It looks like it's, it's making, it's trying to make a, a run on on this, but you know, I just right now, uh, I, it's just not looking like a buy. I wouldn't buy it necessarily here because I'm not sure that it has it has completely changed direction. Currently, the trend, uh, at least on the daily chart, is a downward trend, and uh, it looks as if it's hugging this 21-day exponential. This 21-day exponential is essentially flat, and so the earnings are in 15 days. Here's the thing. Watch this, this one. See how it trades into earnings. Don't buy this thing into earnings. Wait until after earnings. I think there might be an opportunity after the earnings. I have a feeling they're going to have very good numbers, and it probably will move up after that. But here's the thing uh, with with Apple. I wouldn't buy this for at least two weeks uh, because it just it does not look the trend does not look good. Now, if they they have good numbers. It may push the stock up, but right now the trend is down. Uh, so I think you want to wait and watch list Apple, but not buy it. So thanks, Ollie. I appreciate that. Um, that question is a very, very good question. Um, all right. Thoughts on DraftKings, DKNG. And uh, DraftKings has been been really pretty excellent, but it is not the um, it is it is not the the, the class act in the group. The, the one the, the one in the group that's doing the better is Penn National Gaming. It's pulled back. It's pulled back a little bit. It still it doesn't seem to be able to make the. Um, let's look at the weekly first because we want to always look at that weekly first. Um, you know we're kind of still in this this. You know we've got a cup with handle with a pivot at fifty three seventy two. It's fifty three thirty nine. So it's pretty much right at the pivot. It 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 is potentially viable here. Um, uh, 98 relative strength. Um, would I buy it here? Well, it's it's the checklist is okay. Six out of nine. Uh, the funds are definitely in it. 384 funds in it, and it does have a fidelity comfort fund. So here's the thing. I do think it's viable at this point. Is this my is this my first uh, pick in the group? No. Penn National Gaming is, and I want to show you Penn National as opposed to that. This is Penn National here. I think Penn National is a better buy because of this pattern here. It's consolidated, and Penn National is probably going to move higher. I, I, You know, DraftKings can definitely move higher, but I think that Penn National, at least from what I can see with this cash flow, is probably, if I had to choose between them, I would choose the leader. 
and I do believe that Penn National is a little bit better than DraftKings in this space. So that's kind of my view of um, of DraftKings. Uh, Palantir, or okay, let's look at Palantir because we just talked about uh, DraftKings. And uh, let me see if I can. I'm in Palantir, by the way, PLTR. And that has been moving quite well. It is up today a little bit, not a lot, about 98 cents, but it's still up. Uh, and it has a very strong relative strength at 97. IPOs are tough to, tough to buy. I do think, though, that we have a nice consolidation here. And I do believe that we're likely to move to move higher off this consolidation. Let's look at the daily. You know, it, it looks like, yeah, we, we pulled down, and then it looks like we, we, we got a bounce, not quite at the 40-day line, just a little bit above it. I do think the trend is up on Palantir. I think this is not a necessarily a bad place to buy it, but here's what I would do. Based on these, based on these trend lines, I would be setting my stop loss very, very tight, probably at about $24.99 or about $25. I know that's very, very tight. But, uh, you know, you don't want to be caught if this thing reverses again. But I do think it may move higher. So um, is it all clear for Palantir? Well, let's look. Um, 66 checklist. This is my minimum. Uh, the ownership, uh, 99 uh, funds, the increasing fund ownership. So I'm definitely liking that. The industry is a little bit, little bit, uh, a little bit questionable at 118. You know, uh, software is, you know, but it's hard, it, it's hard to, to totally characterize this one because, uh, software is such a broad area, but you know the, the it's not enterprise software; it's just software, software. So, uh, not quite as good. But I am in this one. I do I do think this has legs, but I would be setting I'm setting my stop loss very tight because this thing could reverse. So of of those two, DraftKings or Palantir, I would have to go with Palantir on that, just because I think or or Penn National, because I think that those are two 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 of the best ones. DraftKings is good though. I'm not. I, I'm not trying to dog it, but I just don't think it's got as many legs, as much legs as Palantir does. Thoughts on Etsy? E T S Y. Let's take a look. E E T S Y is Etsy, and of course, that is in sort of the online selling space, which I think is. Look at that! Wow, it, boy, some socks get get all the love, and definitely Etsy is in that category. The last buy point on it was uh, consolidation base at 157. I'm sorry, 154.88. Very strong buying activity here. Looking at that volume spike, and the, the and the um, and the uh, uh, also volume. Not only volume spike, but it looks like also a a, a, a price spike. It's up 22 dollars today. You know what? This is probably going to pull back a little bit, but this is just looking unbelievably strong. The fund ownership in this is 63%. That's excellent. Um, let's look this. Let's give it the smell test. It's got a 100% smell test, so this is smelling really nice. Um, ownership in this one, look at that. Uh, 1,178 funds in it, and all the good ones are in here. Wow, this is really, really good. You know what? This is a potential, you know, this thing is going higher. Wait for the pullback a little bit, but I think it may pull back to about 200, and then if it reverses, I think you have a winner here. Etsy uh, looks this, at least based on this chart that I'm looking at, this one looks like it's probably going higher. Let's just check with the weekly chart. Absolutely, look at that. It's just just, just nice channel here. So let's draw the channel lines. Yeah, I think this is going, I think this is going up. I, I really believe it. I think it's going to bounce here at about 2.30, then come back a little bit. So we may not buy it. Want to buy it right at right right now? We want to probably wait, but I do think that this is buyable if the thing pulls back to about two hundred and then rebounds. So I just I think this is easily watch list, and uh, you could buy it at this point, but you're going to have to be willing to deal with it pulling back a little bit because it does look like it's at nearly the top of the channel in the way I'm drawing this chart. But Etsy is super good. Good and uh, you know I think that I don't think you're going to lose. Um, I think it's I think it's a winner to be honest. Okay, uh, FCX and this is of course I was in this one. I was shaking out of this. This is uh, Freeport Macaran, uh, FCX. Um, you know, a large mining company. And it's just it, it's pulled back a little bit today, but it's still looking really strong. So when the economy reopens, there's going to be a lot of demand for 
for gold, and this is primarily a copper producer, but uh, it does have a lot of gold and it comes with that copper. So very, very strong. Relative strength of 95. Nice volume spikes. It did pull back a little bit today. It's only 14 days in front of earnings, so I'm a little bit – I don't think I would buy it until after earnings, so you might want to put this on your list uh, as a stock to potentially buy um, later because uh, wait 14 days, let it come through earnings. Typically, even if stocks have really good numbers, they tend to fall and they tend to pull back on earnings. So we probably don't want to buy this right away because we're so close to earnings. But after earnings, I think that, you know, this is definitely – um, this is this is definitely on the watch list as well. So I'm going to probably put that on the um, on, on the watch list. And by the way, uh, I do have um, at www Dallas Trading Floor. Um, I think the watch list is up on that as well. I'm going to I'm going to be we're, we're doing some overhaul on the website, so hopefully it'll be easier to use. Um, you know, it'll it'll be easier to use um, in, in the near future. But uh, we, we have a watch list there, and it's really handy. And you can subscribe to it basically by kind of going to www.dallastradingfloor and then first and last name and your email address. And, of course, it's all free. And, um, and uh, quit anytime you want, as they say. So, um, you know, we'll be putting that on the watch list for Dallas Trading Floor. So let's take a look at the next one, and that is MAGA Homes. Thanks, MAGA. SKLZ. Let's look at SKLZ. SKLZ. All right. Skills Incorporated. Uh, huh. Mobile games. Interesting. I like I like mobile games, by the way. Uh, the space actually where Dell Trading Floor is was it was a software company, and there was a there was a, a mobile game company in here before us. So, kind of like that area. Look at that. Um, let's look at the weekly chart on this one first. Kind of let's go to the weekly. It's a relatively new issue, uh, basically been out since June, so about six months out there. Um, and IPOs are, are, you know, it does look like it's it's moving nicely, 93 relative strength. Um, nothing really in terms of um, there's there's 75 funds in it. Kind of the the um, the, the competition is sort of the, the usual suspects, you know, Nintendo and um, <clears throat> and some of those Neo games. Take Two Interactive, those kind of people. Uh, but this one has a lot better relative strength, so I'm liking that a lot better. Let's look at the smell test on this. 66, so that's not too bad. Uh, you know, not 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 too bad. Uh, so that definitely meets my criteria. It, did, it does have increasing fund ownership, liking that. And the industry is 62 out of um, 197, so that looks pretty good as well. Would I buy this thing? You know what? I probably wouldn't, but it does. If you were looking for a place to buy it, then this might not. This wouldn't be necessarily a bad place as it pulls above this twenty three eighty seven. Um, I probably would not be in this one. It's a little bit light on the funds. It's only ten percent fund ownership, but that's just because I am allocating my um, capital probably to a different sector than this. So it doesn't look bad, but I would. I am not a buyer of this one. Uh, either so <laughs> it's kind of the kind of the way it is. Let's look at NIU to see kind of what the deal is there. NIU, uh, pull this up. Okay, NIU Technologies. This is a China-based company that designs, manufactures, and distributes e-scooters. So you know, boy, I tell you this e-scooter thing, car, e-cars, e-scooters, <coughs> it's all pretty big. Uh, there was a buy on this one. Wow, look at that. It pulled above 37. <coughs> Excuse me, 44. This is looking very good. This is has this has a blue dot on it. Yeah, I think this one, <laughs> believe it or not, I think this one's a buy. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Eight out of nine. Only thing it doesn't make is, is that. Uh, 97 funds are in it. Very good. You know, <coughs> the way I'm looking at this one. And I don't normally say this, but the buy point on this one, cup third stage, thirty-seven forty-four. It's forty-one um, forty-three. This is probably a buy. It's a little extended, not much, but this is this is uh, possibly a buy. So I'm going to put the buy point in there. Uh, on and this is a uh, symbol N I U. It's a Chinese company. 
is equal to, um, let's get that exact, 3744. Um, 3744. So I'm going to put that out there. Oops, did I get that in there? Yeah, there we go. 3744. So interesting. Uh, this is the buy point on NIU, and it, it's definitely viable at this level. Uh, thank you very, very much, Matt. I uh, this is a, this is a good this is a good suggestion here. This is a, this is a good suggestion uh, on that. Well, I have come basically to sort of the end of the hour. Always, always like uh, this is so much for this is a so much of a fun show for me to 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 do. I hope that if you're looking on on YouTube that you'll subscribe. It's at YouTube.com/slash Four, and if you want to subscribe to, um, if you're on TikTok, just go to my profile, hit the link, and you'll be taken directly to um, an area where you can see. First of all, you can see the the, the play on the options play on on Amazon that I did today. The link directly to to YouTube, and uh, also uh, sign up for the um, the subscription to um, the Action Trade Alerts, which you know I show some of the you know. I show um, how I'm trading certain certain things. Well, until tomorrow, until Wednesday, happy trading. I hope everyone out there is uh, is doing good. I'll be back at 2:30 uh, tomorrow, 2:30 Central, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about stocks. Thanks.